Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. And of course, I am your host, John June. And of course, as always, I got my guy, my co-host, my uh, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man? What is going on? Oh, man, Christmas week. Um, definitely my favorite holiday uh, besides my birthday because, you know, there's also a holiday. But, yeah, Christmas is a good time. Um, fantasy championship week, too. Uh, so, you know, as long as you get you get the gifts as well on Christmas and you get the fantasy championship as a gift, it's just nothing better right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, like I always say uh, around this time of year, I know your your spouse probably fed up with all the football, but, hey, that's the extra motivation to win this chip. You know, you, you you guys come to an agreement on what the budget is for each other's gifts. Maybe you do that. Maybe you don't. But And then you just go a little bit over the budget. And when they say, hey, why'd you go over the budget? You say, it's because I won my fantasy championship mm-hmm. and I was able to spoil you a little bit. Facts, so. yo. That's it's a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a great feeling. This holiday season, and because of this holiday season, we are shifting around our schedule a little bit. Uh, the NFL will not have Thursday night football. Instead, we'll have Friday night football. We'll even have Saturday football that feels like a mini Thanksgiving day. Maybe they're making up for thanks. What happened on Thanksgiving? I don't know, but um, we're uh, and then after that, we get our our usual allotment of Sunday 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. games and a, a Sunday night, Monday night. Uh, so. Uh, for us, what we're going to do is you'll get a part one from us um, and then come back in tomorrow and you'll get a part two. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Maybe it'll be a little bit after that because um, we'll break this down into two episodes. Uh, so, again, as per usual, the timestamps will be in the show notes. So just uh, pay attention for that or check out the show notes for that. Uh, but without further ado, before we get into the matchups, let's start with these streams of the week. And so, Greg, your quarterback stream of the week, what do you have for the people this week? Uh, you know, I'm going to let him take it home. Uh, Mitch Trubisky going against Jacksonville. He's in a good spot here versus matchup-wise. You know, Jacksonville, uh, one of the worst teams against the quarterback position. Uh, it's in a high over under. You know, Dave Montgomery's still in a good spot as well. Uh He's going to close for you, but Mr. Risky's going to get some touchdowns uh, in favorable matchups with the outside and Allen Robinson. Uh, start him up and get him. Yeah, let him let him lead you some chips. Yeah, man. I, I uh, you know what? This championship week, uh, there's not too many options that we need to give you because you're only competing with one other person on the waiver wire, at, at least um, depending on your league. I mean, I don't know how many people are really engaged at this point if they're not in the finals, but. Uh, you know, I mean, at least I know we've had this. I know we've had this conversation, Greg. I I think the common courtesy that I've I've been giving, if I in a league I'm not in playoffs but I'm still active, is that I don't even I don't put a claim in. 
I'll let mm-hmm. everybody else put their claims in. And then if somebody's on free agency the next morning, I'll go ahead and pick that person up. But um, Mitch Trubisky is also my stream of the week. So Woo! there you um, go. There you go. Uh, we both like him. So uh, that's that's more incentive for you to stream him. Uh, just to add to what Greg was saying, um, you know, what the mainstream media doesn't want you to know is that Mitch is playing some of his best football right now. Uh, yeah. His last four games uh, since taking the job back, he's on pace for just over 3,900 yards, 32 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Uh, that's almost a 3-1 to one touchdown interception ratio. He's over thir- a 70% completion percentage in each of his last three games. He's got five touchdowns to just one interception. So, I, yeah, I'm completely comfortable starting Mitch this week. Yeah, definitely. Let him, let him lead you. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so, tight end stream of the week, man. What do we got? Uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Aikens here uh, versus Indy. Okay. Uh, he's 4% yeah, rostered. Um, but, yeah, but Sean Watson has just been hot. I think this is a game that's going to have some points scored. Uh, Jordan Aikens getting targeted heavily uh, last week, uh, you know, six, seven times. So, I think expect that number again. Uh, and he should be able to, you know, get in the end zone uh, with Deshaun who's playing uh, at a high level right now without uh, Will Fuller. Yeah, man, I like that one a lot. Uh, for me, it's going to be uh, old reliable here. Uh, Dalton Schultz, uh, 19% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Uh, uh, the Philadelphia secondary, they're, they're decimated right now, and opposing tight ends have taken advantage. Uh, the Eagles over the last three weeks, they allow the third most fantasy points to the tight end position. So uh, Dalton Schultz, uh, he's not spectacular, but does have that safe uh, four to five targets each and every week. Uh, and he'll, you know, he should come through on that this week against a, a weak Philadelphia secondary. Yeah, I definitely like Greg, that. Greg, your defensive stream of the week, man, what do you got? Uh, I think, you know, one of the streams of the year as far as the defensive position, still under 50 all year, uh, the Washington football team. 38% rostered, <laughs> going against Carolina. I mean, this is kind of automatic with their D-line. They've been able to create sacks and turnovers, uh, fumbles and fumble recoveries. Uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, can be a guy that can give it up. Uh, but just in general, he, he can get sacked and uh, get in trouble sometimes. So, yeah, get Washington their safe defense to, to give you points and not give you negative. Yeah, they definitely won't get you in the negatives. And they definitely have upside to get into the positives. Uh, that defensive line is very disruptive. They force pass deflections that could turn into interceptions. They they for they you know they cause sacks that can turn into sack fumbles. So uh, you know the there's they're very high variance, but uh, you know the variance is always on the high end with them. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals, 41% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Uh, get to go up potentially against uh, C.J. Beathard, the third-string quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, that offense, uh, the Niners, has been abysmal. Uh, the Arizona defense also has actually been pretty good. Uh, so I'm go- I'm going to go with them this week. You know, my top option, again, you don't have as much competition. It would be the Chicago Bears going up against Jacksonville, but um, people have pretty much picked them up. Uh, as well as Cleveland, I know they've been picked up for weeks now, but um, those would be my 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 top options. Otherwise, Arizona would be where I go. Yeah, definitely like that for sure. All right, man, let's get into these matchups. Uh, starting mm-hmm. with the f- Friday night football, man, on Christmas, Christmas 
afternoon Crazy. football. Crazy. Never thought I'd see it. Never had it in my life. You said what? Yeah, definitely never thought I'd see it. The Christmas <laughs> football on Christmas. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, can honestly say I haven't haven't spoken to her about it, but I can already speak for her. The wife will not be happy about that. Um, but anyway, the uh, six and eight Minnesota Vikings traveling to New Orleans to take on the ten and four New Orleans Saints is a fifty one and a half point total. The Saints are seven point favorites. In terms of injuries, Kyle Rudolph still dealing with that foot injury. Um, he will be he will be questionable. Um, he actually did not practice Wednesday, so that's you know trending as towards Irv Smith will get the start again, uh, and then Alexander Madison questionable with the concussion. So um, you know obviously not really of, of note there. Uh, and then for the Saints, as we know, Michael Thomas he's on the injured reserve with that ankle injury. So uh, for me, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take the Saints to cover. Saints to win. Uh, New Orleans, you know, they should control this one despite the results from last year's playoff game or, you know, pretty much every other time these teams meet. But uh, New Orleans should be able to get the ground game going. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see them lean on Latavius Murray a little bit, you know, as Minnesota can be run on. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he would be the, the top option for me, a wide receiver. Uh, obviously, you're going to start Alvin Kamara. Uh, you know, hopefully we get some upside. But as I always say, his, his biggest upside game is coming those games where the Saints are trailing or where they need to score. Um, you know, this game doesn't project as one of those, but obviously you're not going to bench him. Uh, then Jared Cook, he didn't come through last week, but he did lead the team in targets with Breeze back in for the first time. So um, coming back in from the, from the broken ribs. So, yeah, I would take the shot on him this week again. Um, and then, you know, Breeze, he could obviously have a good game, but I'm, I'm not going there in, in, you know, one quarterback leagues. Uh, for Minnesota, it's 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 a pretty much easy for me, uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, uh, and Dalvin Cook. And then, you know, Kirk Cousins, he's, he's been good all year. Uh, not all year, but, you know, the last several weeks. Uh, but, you know, there's plenty of other options out there. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, to speak of one. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts, if he's still out there and available. Um, you know, I, I think given the matchup, I would rather go Mitch Trubisky. So, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, solid, but... You know the matchup not great here, um, but yeah, you could you could you could do you could do you could go elsewhere, and then uh, Irv Smith uh, he you know could be intriguing as well playing tight end, but um, he you know wasn't wasn't bad last week had opportunities just didn't come through, uh, got kind of tight end vultured as uh, Tyler Conklin caught a twenty yard screen pass for a touchdown, so uh, you know I, I would feel comfortable going back to him as well. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this matchup? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Saints to cover, and I'm going to take the Saints to win. Uh, I'm pretty much with you on the, the Saints side. You know, Kamara, top five play at the running back position You know, with Drew Brees being back, and uh, it should be a competitive game. So uh, Kamara should be used, especially in the reception work. Jared Cook, I still expect him to have, you know, tight end one upside in this matchup. Mario Sanders is that secondary pass catcher. I think that can give you flex value uh, with Drew Brees, assuming he'll be better in this matchup. But he did have four for 76 last week, so on five targets. So he, he should be a good solid flex value for you. Uh, on the Vikings side, Kirk Cousins, I think he's, uh, you know, high in QB2 in this, perform- this week. Uh, safe play, so in the streaming conversation. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 
top play RB1 um, and with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen you're trusting them as those wide receivers those uh, top 12 top 15 plays uh, and Irv Smith Jr. because Kyle Roof is out I think he has some streaming value at the tight end position um, you know it seems to hit when in, in those cases uh, more often than not so uh, yeah that's pretty much it from the Vikings side yeah definitely um, alright man moving on to this next matchup we've got the 9-5 and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Detroit to take on the five and nine Detroit Lions. This is a fifty-three and a half point total. Um, the Bucks are nine and a half point favorites in terms of injuries. Kenny Galladay, DMP with a hip. Surprise, surprise. Um, Matthew Stafford still dealing with the rib and thumb issue. Uh, Daryl Bevel, head coach for the or interim head coach for the Detroit Lions, has said that they're not going to shut him down. Uh, and then Ronald Jones uh, for Tampa Bay, he will be out. Uh, still on the COVID reserve list. Still dealing with that pro- that broken pinky as well. Uh, so uh, Leonard Fournette will get the start here in this juicy matchup. Uh, Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup here? Uh, in this game, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Detroit to cover, but I'm going to take Tampa Bay to win. Uh, for Detroit, I uh, love DeAndre Swift again in this matchup. Uh, you know, he's giving you, I think, RB1 upside to continue to back to that usage he was getting last week, uh, that you know, top number. Um, so, um, you know, it's, let him close for you. Uh, and as a guy that's going to be on the top of the draft boards next year, I think uh, Marvin Jones been a top 15 play uh, close closing the season. Uh, so I think you can play him as a wide receiver two with some wide receiver one upside. It's going to lead this team in targets uh, and in upside. TJ Hawkinson. I think he's still a tight end one in this bounce back spot. Uh, his only week where he had under that kind of the dub performance, but he's going to come back and I think be good for you and get over 10 half point PPR points uh, on the buck side. Uh, I think Tom Brady's in an excellent spot here. Uh, getting it hot of late. Uh, I think, you know, he can close out for you in championship week against a very bad defense. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's a strong RB2. Uh, again, with RB1 upside in the cake matchup as well. Uh, and all three of these receivers uh, in great spots. Borderline wide receiver one upside. I think I'm leaning towards uh, Evan as being the favorable one um, if I had to play over to all three of them. Uh, and I think I'm avoiding Gronk, but the, the receivers and uh, the, the three receivers and Fournette, I think, are all in play. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay to cover, Tampa Bay to win. I, for, I failed to mention this uh, at the top when we started talking about this matchup, but Detroit will be could be missing a majority of their coaching staff, uh, specifically on the defensive side of the football, um, along with interim head coach and offensive play caller Daryl Bevel. Uh, they've all uh, been uh, deemed high-risk close contacts for this game. Uh, so they're trying to figure out who's going to coach this game uh, mm-hmm. for Detroit on Sunday. So... Um, I don't, I don't know how much impact that has for the offensive side of the ball. I'm not really concerned about that. Uh, I mean, uh, Matthew Stafford's a veteran. Uh, you know, uh, you know the the offensive assistance will be, you know, between them and the and, and Matthew Stafford. I'm sure they will be, be able to determine what plays to call. Um, you know how to, you know how to figure out certain um, adjustments and things of that nature, but. On the defensive side, they're missing the entire, pretty much the entire defensive staff. So fire up all your bucks. Um, you know, specifically for Detroit, I'm playing. I want. I want to play. You know, DeAndre Swift, like you said. You know, fire him up. Uh, the matchup, you know, on paper isn't great, but he's going to get that reception work. 
uh, TJ Hawkinson bounce back spot. And the Marvin Jones, he's been absolutely awesome. Uh, you know, two top five finishes in the last three weeks. Uh, and, you know, and then even Stafford, I think he's in play as well. You know, maybe in two quarterback leagues uh, if you're playing DFS. Um, you know, just want to note, actually, that this game is Saturday, 1 p.m. So be mindful of that. These guys should be in your wide receiver running back slots, uh, your quarterback slots if you play Superflex. Same thing with uh, the Friday game as well. Um, but, uh, you know, for... For me, I'm going to take uh, on the Tampa Bay side, Leonard Fournette. Again, he's in a great spot. I really wish it was Rojo here helping you win these championships, but whatever Fournette <laughs> is. Uh, Tom Brady, also in a great spot. Is you know Detroit, terrible on defense. And, again, now without the defensive coaches, uh, yeah, I, I like Tom Brady's chances. Uh, and then Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, they led the team in targets. Uh, but, you know, again, this could always fluctuate. Uh, but for me, I would actually pick AB, uh, the best wide receiver. He is the best wide receiver cornerback matchup uh, projected by PFF. Uh, you know, the same one that Corey Davis had last week. So uh, I would take my shot on him uh, under that notion. Uh, and then Gronk, I'm actually, I misspoke last week. Gronk didn't have uh, that bad of a game from a target standpoint. Uh, he had seven targets. I, I think he only had two catches, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so I could, I would take my shot on him, especially against this Detroit, this very bad Detroit defense. Um, you know, because if you if you put all these tight ends in a lineup and you're like, hey, which one of these guys is most likely to catch me a touchdown? Uh, and it's like Gronk and you know a bunch of these other guys. I'm pretty sure we'd all pick Gronk. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I know it's tough tight end. You're really just hoping for that touchdown or or big play or something. And I think Gronk has that upside and so I, I would take my shot yeah with the high over under he's has a good shot yeah yeah um all right man let's move on to this this next matchup we've got the uh five and nine san francisco 49ers traveling to arizona uh, where they've actually been playing their home games but traveling to arizona uh to take on the eight and six arizona cardinals this is a uh 48 and a half point over under the Cardinals are four and a half point favorites. This game is Saturday, 4.30 p.m. In terms of injuries here, um, you know, Chase Edmonds for Arizona, he's dealing with an ankle uh, and a knee injury. So he was a DMP at practice uh, for San Francisco. Debo Samuel, he was he's out with a hamstring. Nick Mullins out with an elbow. Um, Raheem Mostert, he was added to the injury reserve with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, he was uh, designated as injured, uh, you know, designated to return from injured reserve, uh, has not been activated. Neither has George Kittle, but uh, Kyle Shanahan has, you know, said that he has a chance to play, uh, and if he can play, then he will play. Uh, so, poss- big possibility we get George Kittle back this week. Um, if he was dropped t- to your waivers, I would, uh, you know, add him and start him uh, unless you have. You know, um, you know, unless you have uh, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, um, TJ Hawkinson. The... I don't know. I think I would play. <laughs> I think I would George play Kittle. George Kittle. Uh, George Kittle. I got maybe at three. I think on him playing only two people out of him. It's Travis Kelsey and maybe Darren Waller. So I have I have to make this decision with Mark Andrews and George Kittle. You would play George Kittle over Mark Andrews. I yeah, I would. 
Oh man, then why'd you have to do that, Greg? I was <laughs> I made my I made up my mind. I was playing Mark Andrews. He's been so good as of late. He has. He has. I mean why can't There's you play that both though? Risk. That is also an option I've thought about. Why can't I play both? And I could. Uh you know, this team, however, I have DeAndre Swift as a flex option, JK Dobbins, Jonathan mm. Taylor, uh Terry McLaurin. Deontay Johnson, Justin Jefferson. So I have to bench one of those guys. Derek True. Henry, Never mind. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if I like, do I need to risk, you know, George Kittle going out there hurting his foot? Do I need to do that? No. But do you out there who doesn't have Mark Andrews in your tight end slot? Yes, you need to risk it. Because right. Jonu Smith could very much get you a zero and he could play the whole game. So you play George. You play George Kittle. Yeah, George Kittle is um, too explosive, too good of a player. He's already he comes back again. He's the best player on the roster. So and he's gonna make things happen. I think. Yeah, absolutely. He will. I mean, his first game back, I think he had something like double digit targets, double digit catches, uh, in his you know earlier in the year when he suffered an injury. So you're gonna play George Kittle. Yeah. So. Uh, for me on this game, I'm taking the over here, taking San Fran to cover four and a half, taking Arizona to win this game though. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is. Arizona seems to have San Fran's number, uh, you know, especially Kyler with this defense. So on the Arizona side, uh, obviously starting Kyler, obviously starting Deandre Hopkins. Uh, you know, I thought Kenyon Drake got hurt last week. Maybe I was wrong. Cause I can't seem to see that reported anywhere, but I could have sworn I see him. I saw him limp off the field, uh, and then never really come back into the game. But anyway, Chase Edmonds is actually hurt, so Kenyon Drake, he will be in play for me this week uh, You know, against San Fran. Uh, and then on the Arizona side, uh, well, you know, that's it for me from the Arizona side, those three, just the big three. And then for San Fran, Ayuk, obviously, Kittle if he's healthy, and then Jeff Wilson Jr. as the potential lead back if, uh, I mean, he was obviously, he was dinged up as well. Isn't on the injury report. Didn't seem to miss time of, with in practice. So um, it would be it would be him, in my opinion. If not, uh, I don't want to take my shot on trying to pick which one. I mean, I guess it's going to be either Tevin Coleman or, or Jarek McKinnon. Tevin Coleman has, he's been bad all year. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if he's old. I don't know if he's just bad at football now. I have no idea, but he doesn't look good. Um, Jerick McKinnon, uh, as you said, Greg, Kyle Shanahan seems to be allergic to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to think that maybe uh, Jerick McKinnon or Kyle Shanahan, Jerick McKinnon has, you know, wronged Kyle Shanahan in some way. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, maybe he, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but I'm staying away from that situation <laughs> if Jeff Wilson is injured. Greg, what about you? Where are you going with this matchup? Uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the 49ers cover, but I'm going to take the cards to win. Uh, on the car side, it is back to that. The big three, you know, Kyler Murray, Kane Drake, and, and D-Hop. Uh, Kyler Murray and D-Hop are both uh, top five players at their position. Uh, Kane Drake, I think he's a top 24 player. You can play him as an RB2. Um, he, he'll get the production and, you know, hopefully, I mean, opportunity, hopefully, you know, transcends to that production uh on the 49ers side Kittle being back if he's went he's likely to play I think Jimmy G is also uh, on the return but I don't think he's probably going to play 
Kittle's again top three play for me at tight end position. Ayuk is a top twenty play. You know, back to back games over thirteen targets. Uh, Kendrick Kendrick Bourne, I think he has some value in some deeper leagues. He was able to finally come through last week uh, with limited pass catches. But I think with Kittle coming back, actually that kills all Kendrick Bourne's uh, value. Ke- Jeff Wilson Jr. though, uh, I think has some RB two value. He's the only running back I would look to. Everyone else, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, with you, bro. Um, anything else on this matchup, Greg? Yeah, no, nah, definitely not. Good right, to see Kittle back, though. Yeah, definitely good to see Kittle back. That is great for my dynasty teams because we needed your buddy. I'm tired of sticking Anthony Ferkser in there, man. <laughs> Facts. Um, <laughs> uh, next up, we've got the 9-5 and five Miami Dolphins traveling to Las Vegas to take on the 7-7 seven and seven Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, this game is Saturday, 8-15 p.m. The Raiders, uh, well... The Dolphins are two and a half point favorites and a 47 and a half point over under. In terms of injuries, Mike Gusecki, uh, he's questionable with a shoulder injury, was a limited participant in practice, as were Jakeem Grant and Devontae Parker, wide receivers for the Dolphins, as they were limited with hamstring injuries. Miles um, Gaskin, he was a limited participant in practice. He was asked, he was activated from the COVID-19 reserve list, so he's on track to play on Sunday for Gas, the Raiders. Man. The gas man is back. Fill him up for the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr. He is. Uh, he's obviously been. He was dealing with that groin injury, but he was a full participant in practice today. So seems like the dream that we had of Marcus Mariota making this spot start for us and a fantasy championship is dead and gone. Uh, Henry Whoa. Ruggs. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Definitely sad about that one. Henry Ruggs. He is out. Uh, still on the COVID reserve list. Uh, there, he, He's expected to be activated from it, but there's no guarantee that he can play uh, as this game is on Saturday. Hunter Renfro took a nasty hit in the Thursday night football game last week. Uh, is limited participant in practice with a concussion. And so uh, Jonathan Abrams, also limited participant in practice with a concussion and neck injury. And, and the Raiders seem to be getting a little bit healthier on defense uh, for Greg, what do you have in this matchup? I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover, and I'm going to take the Dolphins to win. Uh, I think Tua does have some streaming value in this one. I think uh, there are points to be scored, um, so I think he could give you some mid-QB2 value. Uh, Miles Gaskin, uh, he's back, the gas man, so you already know when he's back, he has the highest upside of the lead dogs, of the running backs, uh, project- projected to get the most touches. Uh, Mike Kosecki, he's able to play i think he has tied in one value he was hot uh, making some spectacular plays you know before digging up that shoulder uh, and playing through it uh, and Devonte parker if he's able to play what well, he's playing then he, so he's going to give you some wide receiver two value as well uh on the raider side Derek carr being back i'm not going to look to force it in this one so don't look to force him in this championship week um i think i would still take like Mitch Trubisky over him. Uh, Josh Jacobs, though, in a competitive game, he's going to give you RB1 value. Uh, and as far as the receivers, basically Darren Waller, he's a receiver. He's a tight end. He's everything for that team. So you're starting him up uh, as a you know top three play. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to take the over here. I'm going to take uh, Dolphins to cover, Dolphins to win. Um, yeah, Miles Gaskin back in the fold. I'm starting him up. Uh, Tua, yeah, like you said, he has streaming value. He has intrigue for me. 
in two quarterback leagues. Uh, we know this Raiders defense is bad, uh, but Tua obviously doesn't have a ton of upside because uh, we know that they're not going to allow him to really throw it a lot. And, um, you know, Lynn Bowden Jr., uh, he's in flex consideration for me. It's a bit tougher if Parker and and Grant both play, uh, but I, I am playing him in a league because I need a running back uh, and you know he's playing in the slot for the uh, you know for for Miami against this this bad Raiders defense mm-hmm. and also we get the very rare right very rare because he's a rookie very rare rookie third round pick revenge game not often <laughs> that we get that and we're getting it right now so um, no but I really do need to start him so I'm starting him uh, for the Raiders I'm playing. Uh, just Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs, and that is it. Uh, yeah, I mean really, Nelson Aguilar, maybe you can make, but this that secondary is, uh, you know, really good this year. It's, really good. It's a top five secondary in the league. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, if, you're, so, if you're desperate, <laughs> I'll probably play Chad Hansen over a lot of guys for like if you. Need Yo, I would play Chad Hansen over a lot of guys, man. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Chad, Chad, Chad Hansen, let you let him lead you to the win, yo. <laughs> Hey man, he, he, I know he's like you know who the heck is Chad Hansen? He's probably like you know some guy that you went to school with. Uh, yep. I don't know, but nice like, guy. <laughs> nice guy helped you with your homework. Yep, yep, like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's gonna help you win a fantasy championship. So let's let's uh let's just embe- let's let's, embrace that. You know, that. just embrace that. Yep, for sure. So next up. Back to our normal schedule, Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We've got the 4-10 and 10 Atlanta Falcons traveling to Kansas City to take on the 13-1 and 1 Kansas City Chiefs. This is a 53.5 point total. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs are 10.5 point favorites in terms of injuries. Julio Jones, he uh, is questionable with that hamstring. Uh, for the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill, he is he was a DMP with the hamstring injury, so that's that's not quite good. I mean, it, it was it is Wednesday uh, as we record this, uh, so you know, watch that, be mindful of it. Uh, if he practices on Thursday, Friday, um, then you know then. Obviously, we're we're in good shape there, um, and then linebacker Anthony Hitchens he was added to the COVID nineteen reserve list. He will be out, and then Clyde Edwards-Alaire he's listed as doubtful, but he ain't gonna play. Uh, he's got nah. the high ankle sprain in the hip, so uh, he will be out of this game. Uh, I'm gonna take the over here. I'm gonna take Atlanta to cover, at Kansas City to win. Uh, I just feel like I can never get this line right with Kansas City because one day it's like the line set and it's like, all right, they can cover that. And then they don't cover it. And <laughs> the line comes out and I'm like, all right, well, they didn't cover last time. So they ain't going to cover this time. This line's too big, 10 and a half. Either way, uh, I'm not going to take them to cover the line, even though I guess that's my way of, of hedging. But they're not going to cover Atlanta covers uh, for Kansas City. Fire up Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Tyreek Hill, if he's healthy, obviously going to fire him up. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, 100%. And then Lev Bell, uh, play him as an RB2. Atlanta's, they've been pretty good uh, on the ground against running backs. I mean, obviously, Fournette had a good week, but he scored two rushing touchdowns. Um, 
you know, you can play Lev, but 15, you know, you're playing him for 15 touches and the chance at a touchdown. So, um, you know, but this offense does not need to run the ball to be successful, especially not against Atlanta. So uh, be mindful of that. Uh, I'm, I'm, and then for on the Atlanta side, uh, obviously Calvin Ridley. Uh, if Julio goes, I'm in on Julio. I could be in on Matt Ryan, but either than that, I'm not in on either one. Uh, and then I know Russell Gage. You know he's been good. The Kansas City pass defense also good. So he's not a must play, but I think you could flex him, uh, especially in a PPR league. Yeah, I'm gonna go take the under. I'm gonna take Kansas City to cover, and I'm gonna take Kansas City to win. Uh, of course, Patty, uh, top five play, Le'Veon, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Uh, those guys are all in play. You know, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey having the most upside of those three. Le'Veon Bell, I think, can give you RB2 value, though. Uh, we'll get the most touches. You know, I mean, it depends how the team, you know, strategy-wise will play, if they're going to be throwing the ball more, if not slinging the downfield. But Le'Veon will get targets, so he has some safe value there. Uh, Atlanta, on the Atlanta side, Calvin Ridley, he's in a great spot. He's a wide receiver one. Julio, yeah, and Matt Ryan, they're really tied to each other. Julio, if he's not playing, um, Matt Ryan, I don't think is playable. Uh, but I like, do like Russell Gage. He's been a solid flex the last couple weeks. Uh, I think she sees six to seven targets, and you can play him in that flex value, uh, give you safe uh, safe value. He could get scored a touchdown as well. Uh, Hayden Hurst, and I think has some also tied in value, um, could score a touchdown as well. Yeah, Hayden Hurst, it does intrigue me. Um, he just... He's he's let me down too many times this year, so um. I feel you. <laughs> All right, next up we've got the uh, seven and seven Chicago Bears traveling to Jacksonville to take on the one and thirteen Jacksonville Jaguars. This game is a forty six and a half point total. The Bears are seven and a half point favorites in terms of injuries. Cordell Patterson he's day to day with a knee injury uh, for. The Bears, James Robinson, he is dealing with a high ankle sprain. Doug Marone has come out and said that James Robinson will not practice all week, but that he would like to play on Sunday. He feels that he can play, uh, and so if he can, he will. Um, Yeah, this game is Sunday, 1 p.m. Greg, where are you with this matchup? Uh, With this one, I'm taking the over... I'm taking Jacksonville to cover, and I'm going to take Chicago to win. Um, Yeah, so, you know, as on the Chicago side, I do have Mitch as my streamer of the week, so I think he's going to play well uh, in this spot versus a very bad Jacksonville defense. Um, So you get it to guys like Allen Robinson, who's in the wide receiver one spot. Dave Montgomery has been absolutely money to close uh, in a very uh, money schedule. Uh, You know, we're definitely one of those guys we wish you had bought. Uh, mid-season uh, with his closing schedule, and he's going to continue to be, a, I think, a top-five play at the RB position. Uh, and on the <clears throat> you know Jack side, uh, no James Robinson. The only one that's really intriguing to me is DJ Shark, uh, and that's really about it. Yeah, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take the Jags to cover, Bears to win, um, Doug Marone did come out and say that the that uh, Gardner Minshew and Mike Glennon are splitting first team reps to see who will be the starter. I think that they are in full tank for Trevor Lawrence mode. Mm-hmm. 
That makes me upset. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to take the under here. I said that already. Um, David Montgomery going to continue to uh, get you to these chips. Uh, and then Allen Robinson, man, bounce back week. Got a revenge game here going up against Jacksonville. So uh, this one's back in Jacksonville. So, yeah, uh, that man's going to help you win some chips this week as well. Mitch Trubisky, Facts. our streamer of the week, also going to help you win some chips. Uh, for Jacksonville, if James Robinson can go, sign me up. Uh, you know, but that's it. Uh, even you know, it's tough with the injury in the matchup, but uh, you know, I, he, yeah, I mean, he's going to get volume if he's playing. If he's you know, but other than that, I really don't want to tie myself to anybody in this offense. Um, Maybe Tyler Eifert if you really, really, really need a deep play at tight end. Yeah, it's it's really tough. I mean, if you prefer it, uh, just, just don't. This team is really trying to lose. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was Gardner, if you told me Gardner Minshew was playing, then I might have a little bit more interest in in DJ Shark uh, or potentially LaVisca Chenault. But if it's Mike Glennon, I don't really know if I really want because this Chicago defense, you they could they could be beat. They definitely can be beat, uh, but you know this Jacksonville team, like you said, playing poorly. Like they're, you know, seems like they're in a, in the tank mode right now. So, not really a situation I want to tie my fantasy championship to. Word. All right. Next up, also Sunday, one p.m. We've got the three ten and one Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Houston to take on the four and ten Houston Texans. This game is a 46.5-point total. The Texans are 8-point favorites. In terms of injuries for the Cincinnati Bengals, Tyler Boyd dealing with a concussion that he suffered in Monday night's game. He is questionable. Brandon Allen, he is questionable with a knee injury. Uh, Houston seems to be okay. Titus Howard, their right tackle, is dealing with an injury, but seems like he's on track to play. But for me, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take Houston to cover, Houston to win. Um, sweet win by Cincinnati the other day. It was great. Uh, but that was on Monday. They're probably spent. So I'm going to take Houston to cover the spread. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, he won't have the game he had last week, but the matchup is really nice here against Houston. So uh, definitely in flex consideration for me. Uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, especially if, if if Tyler Boyd plays, obviously, uh, you know they're both in play for me. Uh, this obviously the Houston defense has been one that we've targeted all year. For on the Houston side, Deshaun Watson, he's been awesome. Like especially this last month and mm-hmm. a half, mm-hmm. uh, you know he's been a, he's been awesome. Even especially the last two weeks when he lost Will Fuller, and we thought that you know that would cap his upside. He's continued to be awesome. So he's carried you this far. Let him take you all the way right here against Cincinnati in Week 16. Uh, Kiki QT, Chad Hansen, both viable plays for me this week. Uh, as is David Johnson, who has continued to just be a solid RB two all year when he's been healthy and, and you know playing. Uh, yep, not know, sexy. 11... Steady. No, exactly. It's not sexy. It's steady. Uh, had had uh, you know 11 catches last week. Granted that that was most likely game script driven, but you know he's he should see a decent amount of volume. And the Jordan Aikens, your stream of the week, uh, was involved last week and and gets an awesome matchup here against Cincinnati, 
who uh, has been struggling against the tight end all year. So uh, that's where I'm at with this matchup. Greg, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Cincy to cover. I'm going to take Houston to win. Uh, I'm with you on that. The Houston side, Deshaun's been very money. David Johnson, not sexy, but steady. RB2 that you need. Uh, Chad Hansen, let him lead you. Uh, and, you know, Kiki QT, let them both lead you to get you uh, great top 24 plays. I think both of these guys have. Uh, Jordan Akins, my stream of the week at the tight end position, uh, should also be viable. I think, you know, Deshaun playing very well uh, makes all these guys uh, viable. So you got to play them. Uh, on Cincinnati side is, you know, always the two receivers if Tyler Boyd is able to play. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Uh, they're they're going to get targeted the most and get the most receptions. And Gio Bernardi, I think, is in play as well. He had a solid week last week. I think he can be a top 30 player running back this week. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, again, the matchup's good with Gio. He he got a ton of volume, 26 touches last week. Um, so if he can get anything close to that against this yeah. Houston defense, I think he's definitely in, in flex consideration. Um. All right, moving on to the next matchup. We've got the 10-4 and four, uh, Cleveland Browns traveling to MetLife to take on the 1-13 New York Jets. Um, this <laughs> is a 47.5 point total. The Browns are 9.5 point favorites. This game has a, I said, 47.5 point total. Um in terms of injuries, Ronnie Harrison, safety for the Bengals, he's uh, activated, or not activated, but he's designated to return from the injured reserve, has not been activated yet. Uh, Chris Hubbard was added to the injured reserve with with an injury to his kneecap. Uh, Wyatt Teller, guard for the Browns, he is doubtful for this game. Sheldon Richardson, defensive tackle for the Browns, is questionable uh, for the New York Jets. Quentin Williams, uh, Second-year rising star defensive tackle is on injured reserve with a concussion, um, so he will miss the the final three games of the or two games of the season rather. Um, and then Harvey Lange, he is uh, dealing with a or he was added to the injured reserve with a neck injury. The linebacker. So, uh, Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? Uh, I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna take Cleveland to cover, and I'm gonna take Cleveland to win. Uh, on this Cleveland side, Baker, you know, he's a QB one. He's been, uh, I think, I think he was in a sh- you know start of the week conversation for me. Uh, how the way he's playing right now, he's very hot. I think he continues to play well, uh, which you know have favorable matchups on the outside, um, and definitely favorable matchups with the running backs Chubb and Hunt. Uh, Chubb being an RB one, I think Hunt is clearly a lot RB two now, but still give you top twenty four play value. Uh, Jarvis Landry, strong wide receiver too, especially with him and Rashad Higgins. I think he's a good spot receiver start if you need one. Uh, the way Baker's playing right now to get down the field uh, and to get uh, touchdowns. Um, and I'm pretty much avoiding everyone on the Jets side. If you really want to play Ty Johnson, you could. But, that yeah, I'm not trying. Not a championship week. Yeah, so I'm going to take the over. Take Cleveland to cover. Cleveland to win. Uh, yeah, continue to trot Baker out there, man. It's a bona fide QB1, uh, especially in this matchup right here. Uh, Landry, Higgins, they, you know, they're both top wide receiver options for me. Uh, Austin Hooper, he's in a great matchup here coming off a five-catch game where he caught a oh, touchdown. Oh, yeah, facts, so, facts. Yeah, willing, willing to fire him up here. Uh, for the New York Jets, if you are desperate, absolutely desperate at running back, uh, Frank Gore 
He will get 20-plus touches. It may or may not end up in seven half PPR points. But uh, if Lynn Bowden, <laughs> isn't, Lynn Bowden isn't there, uh, Frank Gore could help you out. Look, man, it's hard out there. So if you need it, he's there. Uh, and then Jamison Crowder, we'll see targets, um, but I don't really want to play anybody from the Jets side, to be honest. Yeah, hopefully you were one of those like Miles Gaskin, Antonio Gibson guys. Maybe one of those get those guys coming back, so you don't have to do this. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, unfortunately, that's not my case. Um, next up, we've got the. <laughs> 10 and 4 Indianapolis Colts traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the 11 and 3 Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a 44 and a half point total. The Colts are one and a half point favorites. Greg, do you remember when the Steelers were 11 and 0? Yeah, man, they're a totally different team, man. Uh, they they look like a 4 and 11 team right now. 311, sorry, 3 and 11. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh Eric Ebron questionable with a back injury. James Conner, he's questionable with a quad. For me, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take the Colts to cover. I'm going to take the Colts to win. Uh, Give me all the Jonathan Taylor. This dude is balling right now. Uh, He's playing some of his best football. He's showing the vision that he lacked at the beginning of the year. Uh, But he's playing at a high, high level right now. Uh, This Pittsburgh defense, you know, they've been run on, especially if you watched their game against Cincinnati on Monday night. Uh, I think JT eats in this matchup here. Uh, Phillip Rivers, again, uh, he can get it done for you. I'd rather go with Baker, but, uh, you know, again, he, he, you know, he'll he be solid uh, for the Steelers. Uh, I think it's, you know, Deontay Johnson is the only Pittsburgh passing option I think I can trust. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Juju has a great matchup in the slot, but, you know, hasn't played great. Um you know, this Ben Big Ben's not playing great, so I think that nope. has some t- has has a lot to do with it as well. Uh, you know, that's why as much as Chase Claypool is tantalizing as it as it is, we know the upside that's there. Ben's not playing great, and he, no one's getting enough volume. Like even Deontay, you look at his stat line; it was eight for fifty nine and a touchdown. Like that's not great. Eight for fifty nine, like should be eight for like 113 or mm-hmm. you know <laughs> mm-hmm. you know something like that but like he's 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 able to produce because he's getting 10 plus targets and so you can live with that based off the catches and the yards i mean if he you know the reason why he did so great the other day is he cut he catches a touchdown pass but other than that eight for 59 that's not you know great but uh anyway uh Benny Snell, he did look good last week, but with Connor coming back, I'm not I'm not trusting anybody else. So uh yeah, I'm taking the under. I'm taking Indy to cover. I'm also taking Indy to win. Uh on the Indy side, Phillip Rivers, I think, is playable. I think JT is gonna be money for you. You're playing him as an RB one. Uh and as the pass catchers, uh T. Y. Hilton's probably the only one I could trust. Uh it seems like, you know, it's definitely hit or miss with Phillip Rivers. But if I had to bank on one and be T. Y. Hilton, uh, and I agree with you on the Pittsburgh side. It's no one's really playing well except Deontay Johnson, and he's really the only player I can uh, trust on this team right now, which is crazy. They went from uh, you know a team that had four or five fantasy relevant players to one. Yeah, no, they really had five re- fantasy relevant players. Yeah, yeah, um, it's crazy. You know, I think I think if you if you go back to a, a few weeks ago, uh, Big Ben suffered a knee injury. I th- that has to be at play here. 
Yeah, I mean, it's been the, since then. He hasn't been throwing well. He's, you know, he's been, I don't know, missing a lot. The I mean, cost of the receivers have been dropping balls, but uh, at the last couple of weeks, Ben also hasn't been finding it either. Yeah, no, nah, you can't. There's no way you could, uh, you could trust Ben right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that being said, moving on to this next matchup, we've got the five and nine New York Giants traveling to Baltimore to take on the nine and five Baltimore Ravens. This is a forty-five and a half point total. The Giants are ten and a half point underdogs. Baltimore, in terms of injuries, pretty much okay. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's questionable uh, with a hamstring and an ankle injury uh, that kept him out last week. So uh, expected to play, I think, this week. So that that that'd be good for the Giants. And then uh, Kyler Fackrell, uh, outside linebacker for the Giants, he um, he was uh, designated injured, uh, designated to return from the injured reserve. So uh, boost for their defense there as well. Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? Uh, for this game, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Baltimore to cover, and I'm going to take Baltimore to win. Uh, on the Giants' side, I'm not really interested in a lot of people. Um, maybe Sterling Shepard because of the amount of catches he might get or, and Evan Ingram, but the upside is capped on a lot of these plays right now. Um, the offense hasn't been gelling at all, uh, so I wouldn't be opposed to not really playing anyone on this offense. Uh, on the Baltimore side, Lamar Jackson, you got to love um, J.K. Dobbins, he's been playing hot late. You also have to to love in this matchup, and Hollywood Brown keep firing him up uh, to close the season well. Um, yeah, and keep playing with Mark Andrews as uh, the two best pass catchers in his offense. Um, and I think Mark Marsha Andrews giving you top five play. Uh, Hollywood Brown is also a very solid flex start. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm gonna take the over here. I'm gonna take Baltimore to cover, Baltimore to win. Uh, Lamar in this offense, they're humming right now. Uh, fire him up. Uh, Mark Andrews as well. Hollywood, he's been good too. Uh, like you were saying, uh, at least 12 half PPR points in three straight games. So I uh, know James Bradbury's here, but if you need help at wide receiver, uh, with Lamar playing, you know, some, some good football right now, uh, yeah, I think you could fire him up. And then J.K. Dobbins, he's in play for me as a high end RB2. Uh, Gus Edwards, you know, has a, he's a shot in the dark as a flex or, or you know, an, an RB three or four. Um, and I did not write anything for the Giants, which is my yeah. way of saying that they don't have anything I want to play. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> um, I don't know why they stopped touch, why they stopped giving the ball away to Wayne Gallman though. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why they. There's been some bad things going on. They're so frustrating to watch again. Uh, it's full circle with especially those fourth court fourth down calls. Oh man, it's just so frustrating. Well, Freddie Kitchens was calling plays for you guys, so he he had to show off, you know, because he's playing the Browns. I don't know. Doesn't Joe Judge have the final decision on fourth downs though? Like to go for it or not? Like, <laughs> I mean, still like come on. And then he, he's a special teams guy, but coming in doing this like weird play at the at the yeah, goal line with it. Come on, man! Come on, man! Like you got the punter yeah, throwing man. the ball. Like yeah, you special teams guy. Like <laughs> come on! I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Next and final matchup that we're gonna cover in part one is the four and ten Carolina Panthers traveling to Washington. The 6-8 Washington football team. This game is Sunday, 4.05 p.m., the first of the 4 o'clock games. There's a 44.5 point total. 
the Washington football team are two and a half point favorites. This is a revenge game for. Ready? All right, Ron ready? Rivera, uh, who? head coach of the Ron Rivera, the head coach of the ah, Cowboys, oh, there we go, there we go, yeah, Washington football team. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's cool. Of the Carolina Panthers, he was there for, uh, I think it was eight years, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Long time. Uh, maybe even a little bit longer than that. Uh, was fired mid-season uh, and then was hired mid-season. <laughs> yeah, as Washington he should. I mean, he's, he's a really good coach. Yep. As, you know, the Washington football team is now fighting for division title here in this game. Uh, so, you know, if there's teams that you want to attach yourselves to, as crazy as it sounds, it's teams that have something to play for in the Washington football team. Uh, as you, your defensive stream of the week has something to play for here. Yeah, man. Uh, in terms of the the injuries, S- Christian McCaffrey will not be anybody's hero this week. He is doubtful with the thigh. He's not coming back to help you win a championship. No. Sorry, Matt. Uh, speaking <laughs> of Matt and the League of Extraordinary People, who's made the championship along with Shivan. So congratulations to those guys. But um, the... Other news on the other side, Washington football team, Antonio Gibson, he is limited with a toe injury, not expecting him back. So, um, yeah, just put that out there now. Uh, Alex Smith, he is limited participant with a calf, so he is trying very hard to get back on Sunday. Um, is former captain of the Washington football team, Dwayne Haskins, uh, dealing with his his situation, uh, putting essentially the team at risk, um, going to some establishments without mask. Um, apparently, I guess he didn't go to the establishment. He brought the establishment to him. Um, so maybe that's not that that bad. But uh, in terms of this game, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take Washington to cover, Washington to win. Um, for the Panthers, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, they're, I, don't, I mean, they're, in a bad spot here with this Washington football team. Uh, I could take the shot on them, but uh, I don't want to, but I could. Just put that out there. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I also don't really want to play Mike Davis, but I reluctantly would uh, if I needed a flex. Uh, but this mat- this matchup here is tough. Uh, and then Teddy Bridgewater, don't want to play him. There shouldn't be much of a reason to do that here. Uh, for the Washington side, it would just be Terry for me. Logan, Terry, Logan Thomas. Scary Terry. Uh, De- and Deontay Johnson. Uh, but that would that would be it for or Not did I say Deontay Johnson. This <laughs> is J.D. McKissick. Sorry. Deontay Johnson on the brain. But, uh, no, Deont- uh, Terry isn't a tough matchup. Uh, you know, did pop up with an ankle injury on the injury report. I failed to mention that. Uh, he, you know, so he was... Uh, I think it was a DMP today with that ankle injury. So I don't know if that's a rest day because I know he's been battling that ankle for quite some time. Finished the game. So maybe they're just giving him some rest. Um, but, you know, he, uh, he this matchup isn't necessarily great. So if you have another option like a Deontay Johnson or a J.K. Dobbins, I would lean that way. But other than that, obviously we know what Terry can bring on a week-to-week basis. Greg, where are you at? I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Washington to cover. I'm going to take Washington to also win the game. Uh, yeah, on the Washington side, 
I'm only interested in Scary Terry and J.D. McKissick. Uh, unless Antonio Gibson is playing, I know he is questionable, but or so we'll we'll see about that. But uh, if not, yeah, J.D. McKissick play him for sure, uh, and Scary Terry on the Carolina side. Um, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to anyone except D.J. Moore and Robbie Anderson, the receivers. Um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater probably get all close to 200 yards, 250 yards. So it will go to those guys mostly. Uh, DJ Mars still find a way to get downfield and make plays. So I think they can give you top 30 by both of them. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think that's all we got for this matchup. And that's all yes, we got sir. for part one. So everybody, thank you for listening on this Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, Eve. I said that wrong. Christmas Eve, Eve. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, come back tomorrow or later today. Y'all catch the same. Y'all catch part two, uh, starts of the week. Get money, um, but until then, have a good one, everybody, and we will uh, catch y'all tomorrow. We yes, are sir. Out. We out.